0: I've been having a huge problem, huge problem with day of cancellations. And I'm talking big money, 16, 18, dollars plus jobs, day and a half, two-day jobs. I'm I'm banking on you being there. We've had all the communication in the world. So what I implemented was, I, I was starting to see this more often. So in this past week, I implemented a three-checking notification system mm-hmm. where Hey, we've communicated over the phone. We've gone over expectations of the job. Hey, as soon as we get off the phone call, we're gonna, I'm gonna shoot you a text. I just, wanna, I just wanna make sure I got your information, name, last name, email address, the date and time that we've agreed on to when the job's gonna be performed, what the job is, you know, description or whatever. I've got mm-hmm. that all in text too. So I, one, it's holding you accountable for what we said and agreed on. Number two, it's covering my ass.
1: Welcome to the Detail Spot Podcast, and you're listening to part three, the very last episode of this three-part series with Trevor at the Detail Lab. And I really hope you enjoy because we talk about even more in-depth stuff throughout this series, but this is going to end it off. And I really hope you enjoy because we go even more in-depth. So let's dive in. What else do you think... You wish you would, would have done besides like just systems processes? Do you wish that you would have, um, like
0: taking deposits? Did you take a deposit right off the rip, dude? Yeah. I've been getting, I'm sure people see me online and like, I'm glad we're talking about this because I have no problem getting personal, um, or like just telling mm-hmm. my feelings how it is. I'm, I'm always a straight sure, I'm gonna be 100% honest here, okay? Um, that's where I fucked up a whole lot and I never corrected the fact because (laughs) the same thing happened to me in personal training because I'm trying to be the good guy. And like, I don't want to piss you off where you're not going to come back because in training, dude, it's like, I'm trying to like, if we're going session to session, you know, and if I don't lock you in for eight to 10 to 12 or whatever, it's like, man, every experience has got to be a badass experience for you to come back for the next one and the next one and the next one. So, like, you know, when you get that no-show, it's like, fuck. It's like, I didn't take the deposit. And then you're like, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. And, like, um, for instance, like, this is this directly happened to me this week. This is a true story. And I hope that one of two of you are watching. Because I'm not going to use your name. But, but you know that you fucked up. So here it is. <laughs> so um, I've been having a huge problem, huge problem with day of cancellations. And I'm talking big money, 16, 18, 2000 dollars plus jobs, day and a half, two-day jobs. I'm I'm banking on you being there. We've had all the communication in the world. So what I implemented was, I, I was starting to see this more often. So in this past week, I implemented a three checking notification system Mm -hmm. where, Hey, we've communicated over the phone. We've gone over expectations of the job. Hey, as soon as we get off the phone call, we're going to, I'm going to shoot you a text. I just want to, I just want to make sure I got your information name, last name, email address, the date and time that we've agreed on to when the job's going to be performed, what the job is, you know, description or whatever. I've got Mm -hmm. that all in text too. So I one. It's holding you accountable for what we said and agreed on number two it's covering my ass um and then what i would also do i'm gonna be like hey with your email i'm not going to spam email or, in- or anything i'm literally going to add you to my calendar it's going to send you a calendar invite and there's going to be a couple of notifications on there it's going to give you an hour before or it's going to give you a 24 hour one and it's going to give you an hour before and then 10 minutes before so like if you okay it just let let me know like i mean it's going to okay it when you when you get it and then it's going to notify you when those times come up so this guy we book we do all the notifications we're talking over uh instagram or facebook or whatever and then like we communicate over uh, communicated over text message hey i'm just making sure we're confirming for the following day and he's like yeah dude i'm excited whatever following day gets there i always show up to my shop about an hour hour and a half before especially when i'm doing like a Mm coating job like i want my shop to be clean i want to have all my gear prepped and ready so like i've got all my polishers my pads everything set out so as soon as i do prep and then i'm ready to correct and then um you know ready to do everything in 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 a certain order well 10 a.m shows up Nobody there. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll hang out 15, 20, 30 minutes. See, see if he shows up 10, 15, shoot him a text. Hey man, this is Trevor. I was just checking in and he, the first, like, I wish I had a little flag, little red flag. <laughs> and he's like, who is this? And I'm like, Oh man. Oh my God. And I literally, I go back to our uh, text message and, I, or I go back to like our Facebook messenger, Instagram, and I screenshot it and I send it to him. I'm like, you know you know I mean it's 10 like it's supposed to see you today and he's like oh shit i'm still in this meeting and i'm like okay well um you know i i it's probably going to push us a little bit longer it's, it's, it's going to fall over until tomorrow now but like you know just let me know when you can get 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 over here yeah don't hear from him for the whole rest of the day so I, I I didn't take the deposit, you know, I didn't have a deposit system set up at that time. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I, I lost out on a whole day, not getting paid, So, but at least I have a PDR company that's, that's, uh, that works with me that I hire out and stuff. And mm-hmm. they were in house doing some PDR and stuff. So I was helping them and do stuff. So I, I made use of the day, but, um, that happened on Tuesday. Didn't learn my lesson. Didn't implement exactly what had just happened. I didn't take it as a learning lesson. I took it personally. Yeah. Because the way that I um, am so good at paint correction, mm-hmm. when and this is me coming from uh, being a, a college athlete, high school baseball. You know, I, I played baseball all the way up to uh, I got I got to look, be looked at by a couple of different proteins, but I, I didn't get to do anything with it. But um, I looked at it. I look at cars as a baseball game or Mm -hmm. it's a, an athletic opportunity. So like me personally, when I'm working on your car, I'm going all fucking in. And -hmm. I have, and I switch my mind into that, that dark place. Of Mm -hmm. I I bring up all the, all the, all the people that told me at the very first of my first year, Hey man, you're never going to make it out of your garage. You're not going to make it your first year. Mm -hmm you have no business doing detailing. I take that energy into the job. That's why the cars come out looking like they do. It's because I'm putting my pain Mm -hmm. into the car to create something beautiful. So like when people ask me for a discount or when you don't show up on time or you don't respect what I'm doing for you, I take that shit personally. So like when you, when you, when you know, show, I I take that personally. So like, is that bad? Yes. Is that a negative way to look at it? Yes. But like, it's gotten me to this point, but it's also, it's not good for me as a business person because it's made me very bitter towards these people. Mm-hmm. Like to, to be, to be frank with you and honest with you, I don't need either one of them. And I, I got, uh, I had an, I don't need that guy that happened on Tuesday. If we never talk again and I don't get him on the schedule for next week, He's going to go somewhere else and and he's not going to get the same kind of job that I I was. But anyways, Thursday, same thing, same three-step process. I had actually talked to this person a week prior. I said one key word wrong in it. One key word that put a thought in their head that I was going to provide them with a car or that I had the capabilities of providing them with a car hour before the job i get this text hey uh my ride fell through do you think you could let me use one of your vehicles and i'm like i probably could have made that happen if this was 24 hours in advance i was like we're talking Mm -hmm. i'm an hour out i've got a 15 to 20 minute drive to the shop i go you know if we want to do this job today and like be able to have your car back to you so you can go to work with it tomorrow Mm -hmm. you know like we're gonna be pushing it And we kind of had like a heated exchange back and forth. And like literally, dude, I was so flustered about it. Like I was driving to the shop. I had to pull over. I just pulled over and I like called her. And I was just like, hey, you know, like I don't run a 30,000 square foot, $5 million a year rental car fleet business. I'm a one man show guy. I'm working on your car, Mm -hmm. specifically your car for the next all day today and half tomorrow I go so for you to cancel on me now like what am I supposed to do mm-hmm. and she's, I'm a mom of three and I'm like you know like cool I'm a business owner I've got
1: uh, you know like yeah and you got struggles I don't know about, I got struggles you don't know about right. I'm just Struggles like, are out the window,
0: <laughs> yeah, and then, like you know, we get off the phone and you know I shoot her a text, hey uh, I'm sorry, I, was, I got a little frustrated with you, just let you know, just let me know if there's a day and time this week that I could work you in or whatever like that but mm-hmm. in those two instances, that is thirty four hundred dollars that I missed out on. so the way that I think about that money is is that you just took thirty four hundred dollars for sure out of my wallet so it's like 100%, 100%. not only like now am I mad at myself because I just allowed that to happen twice <laughs> the same week you know all over a stupid deposit thing and it's just like if I would have taken the two seconds to slow down and during that note like the three-step notification process hey let me go ahead and get a, a half deposit down so you know like I at least cover my whole day and da 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 so I had that happen Thursday, or I had that happen Thursday. Luckily that day, it was early enough in the day, I hit up my boy Cody over at, uh, where I was talking to you at over at the, the clear bra shop. I hit him up and I was like, hey man, you got anything that needs to get corrected on? I could head over there right now. He's like, yep, I got two cars for you, come on. So at least at least I made up for it there. But yeah, during that time that I was over at Cody's and I'm all fucking mad out of my mind, dude. like <laughs> literally like like so mad like because i just done that to myself i just self-sabotage myself when i know better um and it's funny how god works and uh i get a text message from a guy hey man i'd really like you to do my uh 2022 ford f-150 i want to do a level two level two that's 1900 bucks right there plus tax boom I go, hey man, we go over the same process. Send them in the same three-step process. I go, hey, I'm over here in Fort Worth. When I get home tonight, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot you uh, an invoice for your deposit. This morning, literally, this morning, I, I went on my Square interface and I mm-hmm. made a day of or 24 hours in advance uh, work deposit. Mm-hmm. And I made my policy that's got to be that you know that I put on there. Hey, I'm gonna notify you. Um, And da, da 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 you know, like, and I'll send it to you so you can look at it. But you know, once I sent him that, um, I did it for fifty percent of of the total bill, and so it was nine hundred and fifty. He's got he's got to shoot me like, but that tells me now, he's serious, you're serious, dog. You mm-hmm. I mean you got skin in the game? You got nine hundred and fifty dollars in the in you know in my bank account now. That like, mm-hmm. if you don't show up, it ain't coming back. Um, so like after that, I, you know, it's like, Hey, thank you so much. Here's the breakdown of what's happened going to happen next. And, you know, I communicate that to him and like, we're both like today, like all day today, like we've been texting each other back and forth. Like, man, I'm excited to work with you. Dah, 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 yeah. I've already upsell them on doing his wheels and stuff like that. So it's just like, you know, like better client, man. I love that client. Yeah. Like those other two people. <laughs> whatever you know yeah,
1: yeah it's you get to really see who is who
0: who they are before you're working with them because it's like when you're there's like, shitty we, people out there guys there, is. there are so it's, it's not it's not sometimes like and that's what my buddy Cody was telling me that day like dude you did literally everything you could mm-hmm. except for taking the deposit that's about it but like you said all the right things you do all the right work There's just shitty people out there.
1: Really is, man. Yeah. And you can't like you can't do anything about it. You can just find out who they are beforehand. It's you know, that I guess that's what that deposit is for, is like saying, yo, you are um you're a right fit or you're not, you know, because there's people who who will say no to the deposit. I've had it, I had it happen Mm -hmm. uh two months ago. I had a guy, it was on a Sunday. He reached out on a Sunday for one and was sitting at a restaurant with my wife eating and But I was still texting him, still trying to get him on the schedule. Um, And then it was all the way – and I could already tell, like, it was just kind of like it. He was kind of – he he wasn't pleasurable to talk to Mm -hmm. anyway. But then it got down to the schedule, got the date, got everything ready put it in my schedule. I sent him a a, a deposit and I only take 20%, but it it was like saying, Hey, I'm going to send you a link, um, for a security deposit that goes towards the invoice total. Once you get that paid, your spot will be secured. And, um, he's like not paying a deposit. You're scamming me. And I was like, Mm. I was like, ah, and then bro just goes off on me. And like, you could just tell like, hey, that's that was, that, that was the filter Thank for us. Thank God. You know, Thank exactly, God. bro. What if I'd have took that client and he did show up? That would have been an unachievable expectation type of client. You can already totally. red flags going off. But that deposit is what it does. It's like, you're either it or you're not. Because what we as business owners as like, we're and it's a service industry as well. So like, you are... You're in the service industry, so people look at that sometimes as like I'm about to shit on you. You know, some people have that mentality. I'm about to shit all over you because you're a service. You're providing me a service. You should wait hand over foot for me as the client. And um, and I did kind of go off on him, and he, and he pulled that like I'm the client card and was like I'm mm-hmm. going to leave you a review. And so. And then I kind of had to like bring it back a little bit and, and uh, suck yeah. up a little bit because you know reviews are, are massive Huge. and they have that like they have that um, that power over you as a client and it mm-hmm. sucks but it's like the world you live in of of there are people out there that Panther use culture. that power it is man it's those people were picked on in high school and and they want to take it out on you know like yep. you can tell which ones they are and it's it's like whenever you use your authority as a client and pull and dangle that over me because you have that power. That deposit is going to filter that. It's like Mm -hmm. I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to sniff it out, and which I still have had bad clients that have
0: paid a deposit, but um, it definitely helps with that. I think so too, and like it's just peace of mind because like you know if 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 some fuckery goes up goes on, at least you made a little bit of money that day, and then you know, hey, if it's if it if it upsets you that bad, you know that it kind of ruined your day. Mm -hmm. Hey. Fucking call it a day. Mm-hmm. You made your 20 to 50% off that client. Ex- exactly. Ruined your day. I'm heading to lunch and having some beers later.
1: Yep. And that's, I liked, know, like, I like the way you, your model is. It seems like you guys do mainly high end. Like that's, that's what you do on a regular basis, right? Like your level two, you said, is a $1,900 job. Like yeah. when you, when you do those type of services and you only do those type of services, am I assuming you probably only do like, you don't mainly just, do
0: I don't do any details anymore. I'm not, de-
2: I'm
1: not and when you when you move to that it's like if they don't show well you just made 900 bucks like or 500 bucks 400 bucks like bro, at least I'd it covers me for 100
0: bucks an hour for that day, you know. Boom.
1: Make 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 900 bucks and not work. Like the more, the likelihood of he's not going to show is pretty pretty far fetched, but um you know that you know you're you're gonna get paid. Like yeah. And going that high end direction is kind of in my opinion, like we still do detailing, like we still do detailing and high end um or detailing and like coding services. But mm-hmm. in my opinion, like you know, high end is the only scalable way. Like going that luxury premium business model and and having higher prices, it's the only way I feel like you can actually make it far. Um Unless you do a quantity based type service and you can just employ the shit out of people, oh, that's yeah. hard because then you got to have that reach and then you're going you more into the- really market. high turnover. Exactly. And you're not, and you don't have a high turnover. You don't have like client. Like the good thing about detailing, like what you're doing is those people buy new cars often. Like, you know, those people trade in, you know, trade in a car, buy another car. And they're always returning because that you get to you you take the time to build that experience. You knew you we're talking about talk talking to them throughout the process, you have the time because you're getting paid what you're worth. You have that money that you're that you're getting paid that where you have the time you can send the messages back and forth and, and go through that mm-hmm. process. Um, but yeah, like when you do quantity and you're doing those hundred dollar details that are just trashed or those really even two, $300 and they're trashed. Like you're not, you're not, you don't have enough time to build that relationship and build that experience because you're not getting paid anything. So it's like, and you're not going to get that client to return if they're not, if you didn't push that experience. And you need more people to reach because they're not returning. So I like the business model that like you you do. It's like strictly high end, high ticket item only. You have the time to invest in any process that you want um, to really build that experience for them because you want them to return. And you don't need as many people. Like you you only need three, four, five clients a week versus doing when you're doing hundred dollar details or even a few hundred dollar details you need so many people it's it's mm-hmm. not you know and if you got some of those canceling and you're more likely to encounter bad clients whenever you have that many people you know one out of three people are, are sometimes going to be you know a, a terrible
0: to deal with like i mean just, oh yeah it's the way it is um yeah they're usually uh corvette people and porsche people for real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Corvette people are um they're a little their
1: expectations are a little, little far fetched. And and the paint. Dude, you them- know
0: how rare this vet is, bro? I mean <laughs> 2014, baby, they made 40,000 of these yes. dogs. You know, like this thing is rare as can be. Like
1: it's because sadly, like Corvette is like the it's like the um the retirement. I worked my ass off for this bitch. Yeah. And it's my um my car my dream car yeah you know where it's like out that's what i was talking about like audi bmw those regular daily driver or higher end daily drivers bro, those are the best because those people are generally like the ones that are, will pay what they it's worth. They don't want to take
0: it to the car wash.
1: Nope. And they want to just, they want to take care of it, but they don't want to do it themselves because they still are in that area to where they're too busy, but they have enough time to see what you're doing is quality. So that's why I think those are the sweet spots. Really even just new daily drivers, Ford Edges, brand new, you know, like those people get them coded on a regular basis as well. Oh um, Yeah but you get into those like just regular detailing man it's it's not the model i think that like our industry now has every tool at your expense like you you have you, there's not a reason you should not be able to freaking scale a detailing business to whatever you want now because you you have things like coatings coatings are at like the peak of of you know of uh popularity right now Oh yeah. You got paint protection. If you wanted to even scale it even further up, you could offer paint protection. And now you're, you're able to merge window tent with these type of services where 10 years ago, it was either a tent shop or a detailing shop. There was no mixing it. You know, you couldn't, you didn't have enough, like you didn't have like a bridge, like coatings and PPF
0: to merge. And, how, and to your point, how rare is it to have all that in house in one place? Dude. Yeah, it is. You know, it, or, like, like if, and, it, and I'm sure, like you know, Dallas, you
1: you 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 do do you do window 10. I,
0: I stub all that out, but like I I vetted all but those people. It. Right, but yeah, like so, like when it's coming in, it mm-hmm. ain't leaving it unless it's perfect. Because it yeah. just like just because I had you come in do the work, make no mistake, mm-hmm. that's my name on that car. Mm-hmm. Like it better be one hundred.
1: So the dude who's offering it, he's, he better like be someone you trust and be good.
0: Totally. Yeah. Anybody that works in my circle or anybody that I refer business to, mm-hmm. like, I mean, there's a, um, that, that, that JP Euro shop, bro. In like mm-hmm. one year I sent like over 200 G's where the insurance work through there.
2: Oh shit.
0: Just through my network. of like, yeah. Hey, you know, I got my. $70,000 CTSV crush mm-hmm. you know where do I send it to boom they go do insurance job on it you know it's just like I sent so much work through there and it's just like yeah you know
1: um, I want to say I can't I, I'm not 100% certain but you know the there's a student named Justin Days in um, uh, Las Vegas or whatever uh-huh their their model is is freaking cool and i think they do it this way Uh, but
0: it's like a big warehouse and it's like it's called lost lost uh detailers of las vegas yeah the way they do this cool cool. detail bay with the square light and the thing in the the
1: corner
2: yes, yes yes yes
1: dude it's and he's he's like an og and in, in the industry as well like he's been in it for a minute but uh the way they have it set up is so cool and i think it's like a warehouse like think of it like a barbershop, the way mm-hmm. i always thought it would be so cool if detailers could literally get past the ego and the the pride of like if you could get like a few dudes or like a group of guys within a big city like i mean dallas has the capability of doing it these cities won't ever do it because it, it doesn't come together like barbershops do but right. like it's a full, they have a big warehouse where you just have bays of just different detailers. Like, yo, know, you pick who you, you know, who you get your haircut by and that's generally who you go to regularly, but that's how they function, man. And that's like, I always thought that detailing or like high-end detailing could function like that. Like if you could just get all the dudes, the head honchos, the best, of the best together and actually like be willing to connect and like, uh, collaborate to doing something
0: like that would be a powerhouse way i tried that last year for real yes the, that's, it, how it I, that's how i that's how i that's how i got my shop that you see with like the american flag okay, and all that yeah. stuff. that's yeah. how that started so uh the guy that i was sending clear broad jobs to and then i'm like you know he's breaking me off some and i'm doing the corrections and codings for at the time he was over in another another part of town but his uh fiance at the time or his wife or whatever She had a spot up in Frisco where my shop is. and She was doing tent out of it. Well, they ended up splitting up. And I was just like, hey, man, I was like, if it's cool, can I just like pay half the rent over there? And like, you know, you're already paying double rent in two paces. Like, I'll take Mm -hmm. half the rent over there. And like, once I build my business up, I'll take over the rent. So I move in there. Business is going great. He's still over at his place. His lease is ending. So he ends up moving in with me. Mm -hmm. So we're all in one spot. And then I'm like, hey, you know, like the the spot next door is open. The spot directly 75 feet away is open. I was like, let's go ahead and put our buddy uh, Anthony in there. He does the wraps. Mm-hmm. So it's literally, I have the detail shop right here. Anthony's wrap uh, shop is right here. 75 feet away is Nate's clear bra shop. And during this time, like we're, you know, we're killing it. Making mm-hmm. good money, everybody's making money. Like I'm fucking selling everything to both of these guys. They're not reciprocating it back to me a whole lot, but like, like, you know, I'm making the sales for everybody. Well, yeah. we're in during this process, we go out and buy a fucking printer. That way we can cut down material costs. We can make all mm-hmm. our design our own wraps and you know, start, you know, now we're gonna start reaching out to, you know, all these um uh, these companies that are around town, like, hey, let us do your box trucks. Let mm-hmm. us do it. We'll do all the printing and the installing.
1: That's such and, a good business to be in.
0: Yeah. So like we were literally, we built that and then ego and money. And then like, you know, people not doing what they were saying they were going to do and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff just kind of popped up. And so I, I kind of ended it. But, um, you know, we're we're still, we're, we'll all have a lease till like 2023 or 24. So we're all still right there, you know, yeah. in front of each other. But that's what I had envisioned is like, dude, let's bring it all in house. And that's kind of the way like me and Cody do it over at the the all white shop that I was talking to you at the other day is like Cody does all the correction work mm-hmm. um he's got guys that come in and do film that are only the best I come in there I do all the paint corrections I'm the best and then like he coats it or I coat it depending on you know if it's my client or his client it's just like we're trying to and that's like my ultimate dream model it's like have you ever seen the the vault
2: Mm-mm. the detail shop so. called
0: the vault um, so uh, what they maybe. do, it's uh so what they do is like if you ever look inside their shop, uh-huh. it's like literally like it's probably uh, I'd say it's probably ten thousand square feet plus, but mm-hmm. like literally there's just like a wall of cars where it's like uh two bin packs where it's a bin pack. Bro, you know, yes, two I packs- have seen this. Have yeah, seen- yeah, yeah. I think his name's like Michael or something that runs that shop. Like he posts sick videos and all that stuff. Dude, but, like, that literally- is sick, man. But like, just think, all those cars are being stored. You could do storage monthly or yearly Mm -hmm. or whatever, or or consignment or sell them. You're getting paid on storage, which is paying your overhead. Probably
2: Mm -hmm. you're
0: running services out of there at the same time. And then, you know, it's like, then you can have everything. Then it's the best of both worlds, because I think the number one thing, and, uh, I'm already working on this. So if any fuckers try to steal it, I've already got it in the, I've already got it in the works, um, is to. The the number one problem that I see with these high-end guys is they got nowhere to put their cars. Mm. They want to keep buying cars, but they Mm -hmm. can't put them at the house. They already got four cars at the house. Where am I going to go store these things? You go to like Mm -hmm. the high-end storage places and go drop them off there and you're paying another, you know, uh you know three or four thousand dollars for your car to just sit inside a room mm-hmm. it's like you know you can, there's different models that are been, that can be created to like service that because dude that's all these high net worth guys they want to keep buying cars and mm-hmm. keep and keeping the cars that they have because a guy that i was taking care of over the last two or three years like dude in one year we went through eight different cars like he'd put like a hundred miles on a Porsche Taycan. can. He's like, I don't like it. Get rid of it. Let's get a GT, <laughs> GT2 RS. He'd get one and keep it for a little while. Hey, I want a gt I want the, I want the Turbo S. You know, it's just like, yeah. they flipped it, but he could only keep so many at the house. He would have probably kept them all. You know, it's just like, man, I'd love to create that.
1: Now you can keep them all. Like I got yeah. a spot for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That and would the, be nuts, the, man. The trust from that. Oh my God. Then you're talking about people from other states and you stuff you know true true like, it, it could be and huge. they have the
1: they have the money to do it they just want a spot mm-hmm. to put their car pretty much yeah
0: yeah i mean you've seen, a, you've seen uh ammo nyc uh yeah. his mat his buddy matt farah mm. you know i have not watched
1: much of amos um, okay so the, him,
0: the way i think he blew up is him and this matt farah guy which is he does like uh I think it's he works for like Motor Trend, but he he writes like car blogs and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, and like he'll go out on test drives in the newest cars and you give his reviews and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Well, he created a ginormous basement out in California that he's storing all of his clients' cars in. Oh shit! So it's it's literally like racks of ten to fifteen cars all the way to the ceiling of all these cars on there, and he's
1: dude that is bad storage.
0: You know, so it's like yeah Yeah. and he's he's doing all the services on top of that
1: bro that's that's exactly what i was about to say it's like um yo it's got some dust on it dust is damaging would you like us to add this to it and you got all these people it's just like sitting
0: cells right there it's like oh yeah maintenance program hey i want to pick up i want to pick up the ferrari on friday um i would love to have uh i gotta go to work you know i'm gonna go to work on monday let me pick up Mm -hmm. my tesla model x hey will you just make sure it's charged Yep. you know ferrari comes in and we wash it off put it back under the cover put it back on the battery tender <laughs> boom model x is out boom I'll, hey i'll see you on friday for the ferrari later mm-hmm. you know it's just like
1: dude
0: dude there's a lot of shit you we could do it's just wild. you just
1: need a space like really it doesn't like take anything crazy you don't need something that's like you just need a big warehouse pretty much yep. for something like that you could do like the lifts as well to where it's like like pancake them and whatnot yep that's the way that uh,
0: that's the way that matt guy does it they pancake mm-hmm. all the way down it's the wild. i'll send you the video it's so wild to watch
1: that's nuts man that those dudes or i know ammo is, like in general is dude's freaking a, a psycho on online man like he's i would say probably the biggest maybe on youtube i don't know mm-hmm. there's this dude that does uh just dirty ass vehicles he gets like hella views on youtube but um i think ammo does as well I want to take a break from the episode really quick and tell you about something that is now available to the detailing industry, and it's now available to you to join, and it's called the Detail Community, and what it is is it's a full library of resources, lessons, trainings on how to either start, grow, or level up your business. doesn't matter what stage you're at. You can come view this at any time. You can come check this library out at whatever stage you're at within your business. You may be looking to uh, dominate your area online how to rank on Google, or you're looking for proven sales strategies that, that will make your business more money, or how to create a unique brand so that it stands out to your potential client. All of that plus some is included in this detail community. You get access to all of that and you get access to everything else that is added because new monthly content, new monthly trainings, lessons are coming out every month. And you're not going to want to miss out on all that because it's going to cut down that trial and error phase of doing business. It's going to cut out that taking years to succeed. I'm going to show you everything, everything that proven that is proven to work and everything that some of the top performing detailers are using within their business. And here's the coolest part. You get risk-free. You can try it risk-free for 30 days for only $1. After that, you get a founding member rate of only $27 per month, and it's never going to go up. You're grandfathered in at that founding member rate of $27 a month, and you get access to everything now and everything that is that is available in the future. Here's something else that you get. You get the community aspect of it. Detailers are joining every day and you get access to them. You get to connect with them, have them in your corner to ask questions, in-depth questions and get in-depth answers back. And you get to share your wins and your action plans with them so you can hold each other accountable. That's what's so cool about this. And you can try it risk-free for 30 days for only $1. And then after that, your founding member rate of only $27 a month. So I definitely recommend joining This is going to be huge for your business, huge for you personally, and we can't wait to see you inside. All you have to do to join is go to thedetailcommunity.com forward slash join, or if you're listening on Apple Apple Podcasts or Spotify, the link will be in the show notes. Again, it's thedetailcommunity.com forward slash join. All right. So Trevor, you talked about um, you talked about how you don't offer detailing now and you're just high end, And I, I like that business model. Um, but what about the clients who you used to provide detailing to? How do you say the no to certain clients and what type of clients do you think you should say no to?
0: Um, to speak on the ones that you say no to, I think... Um face-to-face interaction is probably the best because you're going to get an intuition type of feeling off of the vibe that they're getting you. Like if they're being really, really super anal and attentive about certain things, and they're already talking about price, then that's probably someone that you're going to want to say no to. Mm -hmm. You know, especially if it's like, if if their expectation is right here, but the the price that they want to pay is right here, it's Mm -hmm. like, dude, I've got to like overwork this thing to like even meet his expectation that you know, I might not be able to do. So it's like, it really comes down to like, I call it the client discovery, you know, like going over, hey, how do you maintenance the car? Um, What does your washing process look like? You know, how long do you plan on keeping the car? How many miles are you actually going to put on these things? Because while I'm gathering that info, I'm actually picking up on, you know, like, does this guy know anything that he's talking about? How Mm -hmm. long, you know, when I ask like, how long are you going to keep the car? that gives me information about where I could take the, take the conversation. Like, Oh, like, you're only going to keep the car 18 months, man. You know what? I would really suggest like, we just do like, if, you know, if it's used or something, Hey, let's just do a one step, brighten it up. I wouldn't even spend the extra six to $800 to do the coding. You're only going to keep it 18 months, you know, like, Mm -hmm. let's just do something. Let's, you know, let's do something practical, you know? And then like, Hey, you know, I plan on keeping the car three to five years, putting 50 to 50 to 100,000 miles on the car. Okay, well, you know, that's kind of got me thinking about what do you think about a protection plan? You know, like, Mm -hmm. what do you think about, you know, if you're gonna put like 30 to 50,000 miles on, we're probably gonna get some rock chips and stuff like that. What do you think about we do the whole front part of the car and clear bra, you know, like Mm -hmm. you can discover these things of having these conversations, but you're also at the same time, you're discovering about who you're about to do business with, which is like, Man, if I'm about to like grind it out for the next two days on your car, like and you're expecting this, but you're only paying this, it's like, man, you were gonna have a you're just gonna be sweating when they show up. And like yep. you're gonna that's what causes all of us to lose sleep. It's like fuck, like man I didn't get that one scratch like are they gonna see that you know
1: we're like so relatable right there, dude like we all do it detailing causes some freaking anxiety through the roof because it's you have different you have so many different types of people and like what do they expect like and how do you know what they expect like and if you don't do it like you were saying like if you don't do it the right way and you don't do that that customer communication that's a that's a whole nother topic that would be a that would be a great topic Of of its own, actually. Mm -hmm. But like how you're saying, like, you want to pick their brain, like ask a bunch of questions, not only for you, but like to figure out like what are they um what are they expecting? Like, is what's their motive? Exactly. Like, is this someone I want to do business with? Like, you throw me a couple red flags, and I'm gonna stop at answering, or I'm gonna stop asking questions because I don't want to do business anymore. Like, I'm saying no at that point. Like, you you like you said, you start is price their main objection like is that their biggest concern if price is their biggest concern we've either got to get to somewhere else in the conversation so that we can kind of ease your mind and ease my mind that like like if price is your biggest one you're in the wrong you're you're in the wrong place because you know like yeah. you're high end like especially you like you're the wrong place if you really want a great service and great experience and you're expecting to pay like way down here
0: yeah i, I, I just it. can't do that for you Mm-mm. yeah like your so like one thing i did this week where i you know i had a i actually had something scheduled for like this saturday with with a with a past client that i had done uh, mm-hmm. a two-step correction on his uh um on his trx he ends up spending like 1600 bucks 16 1800 bucks and um you know like he travels a bunch so he'll hit me up and like i don't work weekends so like when mm-hmm. he when he hits me up it's like usually, Hey, can you do something for me Saturday? And I'll go do it for him just because, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, just, you know, make a hundred and 150 bucks, just quick outside thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, it's gotten to the point where like, dude, I'm doing, I'm already doing three or four corrections a week. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm spending 12, 14 hours a day on these cars at the end of the week, man. Like, I think I earned, like, I don't have to do nothing on the weekend or like I could spend my time elsewhere with my wife Mm -hmm. or, you know, friends. And like, you know, I basically broke it down to him like, hey, you know, I apologize for the inconvenience, but I just wanted to let you know ahead of time that like going further, I'm not going to be doing any more um, details and stuff like that, going out mobile or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just specifically focusing on paint corrections and coatings um, due to like unreal expectations of certain people of, of doing details and stuff like that. I'm just mm-hmm. not offering that as a service anymore, but what I'd like to do, these are the two guys that I've either helped train in this industry or that I trust with my personal clients already that I send them out to when I can't get them. So like, I'd love to handle and hand off, which I love using that term. Like I'll handle the the situation. I'll Mm -hmm. exchange the text messages and the information between the both of you. And then I'll hand it off to them where, hey, you're in great hands. The communication has been there. Now they're your client like, Mm -hmm. and I do that with my buddy, uh, Connor, um, you know, like Connor does a lot. but dude, it's like, he does a perfect job. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, I I kept seeing it. I kept seeing it. I kept seeing it. And I reached out to him on Instagram and I'd be like, Hey man, I'd love to just like hand you some of my people. I know you take care of the high end people. Um, you know, like this guy's a little bit of a pain in my ass, but if you'd like, if you'd like the money, like here he is. And I'd set it up that way. So like, I did that uh two times today, actually. Like, you know, sending out those messages. Mm -hmm. Hey man, you know, I appreciate you reaching out to me through email. And, you know, I I really appreciate you supporting my business. But like, you know, my business I'm taking in a different direction. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that I'm not gonna help you, but like I will make sure that you're in the right hands. And Mm -hmm. if it's not done correctly, I want you I want you to tell me. So the next time they're like either hey, you come drop it off the shop, I'll take care of it for you. But you know, like that's not the primary that i'm doing now yeah definitely
1: um that's cool how you have like you you work you co-mingle with um i think you every, got your to. surroundings man it's like you you are industry man and like i've i've experienced it as well like you know it is such a like because it's toxic when, when, yeah. it's so toxic it's such a it's Love the industry and hate it at the same time. It's like you you, you can achieve anything here. Like th- this industry is such a cool uh training wheels type of business. Like you, you can start and grow to wherever you want. You can break off those training wheels at whatever point that you want. But some businesses you don't have that opportunity. You have to have either education, money, uh, capital. You know, you have to have these things in other industries. And this is not one of them. But here's the thing where it sucks: it is So toxic because it's so competitive. Because a lot of uh, people, they don't, a lot of people get wrapped up in the competition. And trust me, I have been there as well, like lost sleep on it. This guy's copying me, you know, or uh, why did you use that color? Why did you use that font of something I'm doing within my business? And you get really upset about it and you start getting in this, like, you mold the way you do business based on that competition and it's not Mm -hmm. it's not healthy it's not smart it makes you overwork in areas that you really didn't want to overwork in um so competition is great in certain aspects but having somebody like like you where you can like more experience like you probably got into this at like a little bit older like you were probably in your maybe late twenties when you first got into detailing.
0: Yeah. Like professionally. Yes. But like, uh, literally I started washing cars with my dad when I was probably like mm-hmm. seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, mm-hmm. you know, and then like high school, I was, I went out with like the older crowd guys. So, uh, they always had mobile wash rigs. So I, that's like mm-hmm. 15, 16, 17. And then when I turned 17, I got my own wash rig and I went out and did my own thing. But mm-hmm. then, You're talking about from the years of when I was 20 to 29 Mm -hmm. that I hadn't detailed
1: since then. So you got like, you got in the, you saw what the business side of, of detail, like you saw the the competition, how to look at the competition, how to view your surroundings that like a, in your later twenties. And a lot of people get into this industry, like with no, either no experience or just a really young age, like, you know, so they don't have that, like, they look at things very wrong. And like the way that you collaborate with people and how you, you see that as a benefit, like, like you see that as a, a positive thing. Like, Hey, I've got guys that I can, I trust my clients. I, they, I, that I can send my clients to and them have a good relationship that shines brightly on your business and you. But being able to collaborate with that many people, you, you may not have any use for them besides that right now. But like having those people in the future, when you do come up with ideas of like, man, mega shop, it'd be cool. Like, you know, you have that in your bag, you have that in your arsenal to be like, yo, I kept my bridges uh, intact. You know, I've kept people that I trust. And that I have relationships with and being able to collaborate that like that, that shows um, like kind of who, you are in a positive way because not a lot of cities function like that it it doesn't function like that mostly
0: what what i saw was and this is what i would always do when i was personal training because like i got to walk i uh after i left lifetime when i was there about three years that's more of like a corporate style gym uh more run-of-the-mill there's millionaires and stuff in there Mm -hmm. but i went to a very niche small uh very high net worth gym and what I did was, is like when I'd be training my people, I'm listening to the entire room. Mm-hmm. You know, who's talking about what kind of business? You know, what kind of ideas can I take of the way he does business or the way that he dealt with this client or this situation? How can I add that into mine? So mm-hmm. like I was always taking these small bits and pieces of everybody else. And then what I, what I learned during that time is, is like very rarely does it happen that somebody becomes multi-millionaire status on their own Mm -hmm. nowadays it and all the big entrepreneur guys will say this to you all the mastermind groups and everything it it does it takes a group it takes a collective to Mm -hmm. get it to to get it to the to the the, to the big dollar mark you Mm -hmm. know like everybody gets hung up on this, you know, this hundred, I got to make, uh, I want to come out of school making a hundred thousand dollars and I'm going to make it my first year. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. once you make that hundred grand and it's like really after though. it's it really after that, it's like you made 70 to 60, mm-hmm. but maybe less than that. You know, it's just like dream bigger, think bigger and plan for it to be bigger because if you, if you only set it for that small, there's a good chance you're going to hit the mark, you know, like, um, you know a great les brown quote is like shoot for the moon and you'll, and if you miss you'll land upon the stars yeah yeah that's a that's a good point man like you're essentially planning like you're planning to keep those people um well and it's eyeballs too because like if i send mason hmm. out to go do one of my cars number one he's already going to take pictures of it number two he's going to tag me in it so it's going to be on my facebook or instagram too so it's hmm. like I'm getting this content and the eyeballs and people talking because then not only is it that he's getting engagement on his post, but like maybe I get something out of it too. So it's like, yeah. everybody's getting to work in tandem. And it's just like, dude, like you work out a percentage with those people, they pay you. And then like, it's good. You, you're helping feed them. They're feeding mm-hmm. you. It's like, it doesn't have to be like, Oh, you know, these are all my clients. Cause yeah, I, I, I did that the wrong way to a kid uh, about two or three years ago. He 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 snuck into one of the DMs of one of my clients and he stole uh, one of my client uh, mm-hmm. a pre- a pretty significant collection that I had worked on, and I was pretty upset about it. And I I straight up hit him up in the DMs and I was like, "Hey man, it's like you no, know, I know you think this is cool and all, and like you know you you know you're getting to work on these cars and stuff." And I was like, "You know, you were the one who was hitting me up about how mm-hmm. to." how to structure your pricing, what machines to buy. And I go, Mm -hmm. you know, like you live at home with your parents and you're doing cars for $60 a pop, Mm -hmm. you know, like this is my full-time job. And you know, like this is how I provide for me and my, my wife and pay, pay bills. Mm
2: -hmm. I go,
0: so what you just did is you just went in and stole from me. I go, and I'm the one who's putting you on game. How would that make you feel if I went out to one of your, one of your guys and stole them from you. Mm-hmm. I go, I go. Don't ever do that to me again. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I, I, I blocked him from everything for a long time. And I talked to him about maybe two or three weeks ago. You know, just kind of clear the air. But like, yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: that's crazy, man. Um, it's our industry is it's because you have so many of them
0: too. Like you have so many people you can do so are, much you can do so much more work with others. It's it's just the absolutely. capabilities are un, un mm-hmm. unreal because then you start to get in this like brainstorming thing. Probably one of my favorite books, and I think this is a, it would be huge for everybody that's listening and watching, is if you have the time, at least one time a year, you need to read this book. Or like for me, like I'm not a fast reader. I do audio, um, so like, uh, what I'll do is like in the morning I'll go to the gym. I come home, I get breakfast ready. I'll put the my pods in. I'll put uh, mm-hmm. on Audible, and then I'll actually have the book so I can visually see it. Like, so if I want to, if I got something hot, I like to underline it or whatever so mm-hmm. I can listen to it. So I'm absorbing as much as I can. But the book that everyone needs to read or listen to at least one time a year is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Like, dude, I've seen that book. That, it that's, would blow your mind. It's good. I'll have to it's, give it a shot. The first four, the first really six chapters is mm-hmm. literally a playbook, play by play by play of how these groups of individuals became multimillionaires. The mindsets, the people that they surrounded themselves with. Literally, they are in like, and then after the chapter is over on the audio, it breaks down like your keynotes that you need to remember and everything. So it's like, it's way better than the book, but like- Step
1: by step, how to be successful pretty much.
0: But but they talk about like um, the Henry Fords of our generations, Mm -hmm. you know, the guys in the steel industry, the guys in the coal industry, the guys that, you know, that built New York, you know, like Mm -hmm. all these mega Titans, you know, that helped build the United States of what it is today. They started a mastermind group, which is like, you get a collective group of individuals just like you and Mm -hmm. I are now like Mm -hmm. me and you are a part of a mastermind group that we're Mm going to build. Like you get a collective group that you all have the same goals or similar goals, but that you all bring certain characteristics into that group. Dude, you can take on the world with that kind of stuff.
1: Dude, I was just thinking about that actually. Um, about like doing a mastermind of like people that and it's like good for good for your like, even if you did not even have, like, even if you were not opening this big thing, like it's good for your personal growth of like saying, Hey, this dude is great in an area that I'm not so great in this guy brings this to the table. He brings this different perspectives to like look at things. And like, Dude, that was the puzzle or the piece to the puzzle of my idea that I was missing, and like having people like that to engage with and inter- inter- interact with, it's it'll it's freaking because how many ideas do you have? Like entrepreneurs are, are big about this anyway because your brain is like, I want to do fifty other things that come to mind before I even finish the thing that I'm working on. Oh yeah, um, dude, it's it's nuts, but it's like how many of those ideas are like half ass finished because you may not bring what you like you're only good at certain, like certain things as, as a, your personal self. But like, if you have four other guys in a, in a room and they're like, dude, no, I got it. Here it is. Like, that's what you need for that idea. And mm-hmm. it's like, bro, you're so right. I didn't think yeah. of it like that. You know? So like.
0: I have, a, I have a really cool story out of that book too. I think that it plays directly off to your point is mm-hmm. I think it's chapter one or chapter two, it's talking about Henry Ford. And this is what blows my mind. Cause I didn't know this about Henry Ford. Um, literally people at that time, like as he's you know he's building call co- i mean like he's he's building this business and everything, and literally people I forget the word that's used in the book, but like not illiterate, but like they literally thought like the guy was a fucking idiot, <laughs> like they literally thought he was like stupid and they they thought he was so dumb that they were trying to kick him out of being uh the head of Ford, so they take him to court, literally. Court case with him on the stand, and this prosecutor is asking him like all these general knowledge questions.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When did Christopher Columbus discover America? You know, when was this war? you know, when were da, 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 you know all these different things like, mm-hmm. and like he's starting to get like agitated and and aggravated with the guy that yeah that's what it says. Mm-hmm. And um he literally like completely silences the room when he gets his turn to speak. And he says these simple words just like this. He goes, why would I need to clutter my mind with simple people's thoughts when at a touch of a button that I have on my desk, I can summon any expert that can answer any of those questions for me, Why I can concentrate on my vision and my dream. I was just Dude, like, holy shit. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, and then you you get the visual of like, you know, Henry Ford and his ginormous room he yeah. you know is his his, his push button thing like hey i don't know uh the answer to this Bing. hey uh sally what is what is this boom like she tells you it's just like we have that same capability yeah it's the phone it's me being reach out to you like do these things it's like yeah. dude, even more so now have, like oh yeah the connections hey, you, that we can make. imagine what henry
1: ford would do in our era like, what the fuck would that dude do in in this Golly. era bro <laughs> he would be he would be he would be probably be like the next elon musk. like elon musk is an actual like henry Ford. True. that would be um dude i would after reading that i would probably just close the book and be like all right i'm gonna read i, I this was, next just, like, I was blown
0: i was blown <laughs> away like listen to it i was like oh my god that is so cool oh and that's like, a
1: game changer
0: what a what a, what a like a big nut dragon move you know (laughs) you know just at any one time i can summon anyone in here to push a button that knows the answer i don't need to fill my mind with common people thoughts yeah i was just like oh my god this guy's such a gangster i love it for real though and like that is like i mean you like
1: that their technology back then was like press a button ask wendy in the in the room next door but like yo you got google now you have like in-depth technology that like you could literally do anything now the problem with that is like everybody else can too you know you play those same like it now what is the simple mind like is it the way I'm thinking you know you got mm-hmm. yeah, guys like Elon Musk like you know so like the simple mind becomes way more freaking um intelligent than what it was back then but yeah it is crazy though anybody can achieve anything it's like you just have to have an open mind man you gotta you gotta be like 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 you were talking about men just have crazy egos where they're like, nah, I'm not going to listen to this dude's, you know, opinion on my idea. It's my idea. Why would I listen to an outside source? But like, if you have an open mind of like who, if you can connect with enough people and just have an open mind to what someone has to say, reach out for help, ask somebody for help and have connections, like bro, you, your ideas become a powerhouse. Like, you know, I've always said,
0: I always, I always try to tell the guys that, that are first starting, try to be the connect the dot person Mm -hmm. for your current clientele. Mm -hmm. Hey, it can be like this. Hey, thanks so much for doing your detail today. You know, like, let me know if like, you know, Hey, I noticed that, you know, like tires are starting to get a little bald. Hey, you know, I've got a mobile tire guy that'll come out Mm -hmm. to your house or your business. You know, I I'm happy to set you up with Freddie here's his card or, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, if you ever need any mechanical or maintenance work, I've got a great shop. That's not going to, you know, rape you over on price. They're going to update you throughout the process. Just like I have, I go, here's Chris over at Euro, over at JP Euro. It's like the more things that you can connect the dots with these people, they will refer to you for Mm -hmm. like, I can't, it's like, it's so, it's so satisfying to me. Like, I just, I love it when this happens. It's like, dude, there's some days that like, I'll be working and I've had like six or seven multi-millionaire people call me and ask me, me for advice. <laughs> hey man, you know, it's just like, what? I'm like, it's just because of the trust, yeah. you know? And it's like, I've set them up with the right people. They've ex- mm-hmm. they've experienced the things that we've thought that we were going to experience. And it's like, Hey man, you know, I'm, I'm getting this new car and, you know, we're, we're you know, uh, you know, where should I send it first? You know, like, oh, hey, you know, I'll set it up with Cody. He goes drop it mm-hmm. off. Cody, I'll see you over there when it gets dropped off. You know, it's just like, it's it's such a cool industry, and there's you, so many things you could take it advantage of. You could take advantage of if you really, truly just work together. If you want to work alone, that's fine. But like, there's gonna be a ceiling limit that you're gonna be able to reach, and it's probably because you're doing it all on your own. That's that's what was my point was like you know, looking at these guys that have been in the game for 20 plus years, it's like, what's your, what's your out? Like, what's your, what's your out? Mm -hmm. You know, like, have you been investing all this money that you've been setting aside? Or like, have you really been paying attention to the books and like, that you really actually been making money this whole time? Or like, what's the retirement plan? Like, yeah, I think that's a big thing. Like, you don't want to just get into this business because you love cars, because the, it's going to be a point where it's like you, you finally look up or like when you finally do that first round of taxes and you're like holy shit man i did all that work and like i got nothing to show for it it that's when you
1: start hating cars and you start resenting your business because you're like dude i just you'll freaking quit. put more yeah 100 percent. you'll quit your business will shut down and and you'll become an employee and like and yo like i was saying like if that's you like that's you you know what I'm saying but um that press perseverance perseverance yeah that that would be The person who's like okay that sucks but let's correct it now let's look at my books like okay not making money but and why am i not making money maybe i need to do my math redo my pricing go up in my pricing change my packages around and then put it out to the public and now next year i'm going to set this goal and double that you know that's Mm -hmm. the person who is going to make it Um, but if you're not willing to do that you're not willing to put that time in and say okay not making money i'm hating life right now i'm working double If I were to go work somewhere else and making less, you know, half of what I would, um, if I were there, you know, what do I need to do? What, what do I need to change within my business so that I can Mm -hmm. start making money? Yeah. That is it. That is the end of this three-part series with Trevor at the Detail Lab. I know you got some valuable stuff. It probably gave you a new perspective on how to look at things within the business side of your detailing business. Um, And if you have not considered joining the Detail Community, this is where we go even further. You can connect even further with other detailers and myself. You can also learn so much because there's over 40 lessons included in this, a library of resources for you to dive even further into your detailing business so that you can grow it to whatever your dream is so that you can make more money and work less. So make sure to consider joining that. You get your first 30 days for only one dollar and after that you get a founding member rate of only $27 a month. So check that out and stay tuned for the next episode of the Detail Spot podcast where we talk about all things detailing.